You're listening to Hardscape Growth, a podcast for business leaders in the trenches. From pavers to profits, we're focused on the topics that help hardscape professionals find success and level up. Let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hardscape Growth Show. Today, we are talking about patience, and I'm going to share with you some lessons learned in patience. They tie into leadership, they tie into growing a team, running a team, building a team, but overall, I think they just tie into life too. And I think that uh, it's important to talk about patience on a day like today. It's a crazy hot day where I live. Hot, sticky, muggy, just gross day to be working outside. And those are days when people tend to lack patience because they're just, they're irritable. It's hot. It's uh, ugly out. It's, if you're trying to work and you just can't get the sweat out of your eyes and your clothes are all drenched and stuck to your body and you get in a truck and it's even hotter in there and, uh, and then, and then, and then things start going wrong. They don't have to be big things, little things, spill a coffee, get an order that a guy's going to be 10 minutes late. Can't find a hammer for like 15 minutes. These are things that happen, these little irritants that happen through life. But on days like today, you lose your patience. So I got to thinking about this because, uh, you know, when you have one of those days where just like a bunch of little things are going wrong, you know, like I just said, all all those those little things, they're just they're not going your way. And on their own, they're, they're not really that big of a deal. But when they keep happening one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, it just gets to a point where you just can't take it anymore. It's just, it's a, it's a mess and you're upset and you're, you just want to lose it on someone. You end up looking at the team that you got in front of you and you end up asking yourself like, man, like what's wrong with these people? Why can't they get this right? What do I have to do to get through to them? What do I have to do to get them to understand how important it is to get all these little things right? And uh, yeah, I had one of those days today. So I was breaking it down. I was kind of talking at the end of the day with one of my colleagues. And uh, after discussing it with her, we didn't really come to any conclusions, but you know, she did have some good advice for me. She's like, you know what? You should just uh, go and uh, walk your dog. So I get my dog, my little dog Coco, I leash her up and I uh, take her for a walk, even though it's crazy, stupid hot out. So like five minutes into this thing, I'm, I'm sweating, I'm drenched. It's, it's, it's gross. It's not a pretty sight to see, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking the gears are turning. I'm breaking down this day and I got to thinking like what led us to this point? And there's a point to all this, and I'm sure you'll all be able to relate to it as I get through the story, but I'll give you a little context. So as everybody knows, the industry is on fire right now. Uh, It's doing very well. It's growing very rapidly. Our company is doing very well. It's growing very rapidly. And what that means is we have a lot of new people. But on top of having a lot of new people on our team, the pandemic has forced us to do a lot of different things and do a lot of old things differently too. So basically, all new people, all new ways of working on all new projects that we've never really done before. So a thing could go wrong here and there. But uh, that wasn't going through my head today. Today, I was just like, why are all these things not working? What is going on? And then I decided to reflect and, and, and think about 
how should I solve this? How can I shift into solution mode instead of just complaining about the problems and losing my mind? And one of the things that you're always told is be patient, be patient, be patient. Even in one of our previous episodes, we were talking about playing the long game, you know, not, not trying to get everything done right now, not trying to get all the results right now. Just have a path that you're sticking to, that you're knowing, that you're trusting. Be patient. You even hear it in sports. When you hear teams in the interviews saying, well, we just have to trust the process. We got to stick to the process, process, process. When you hear that, not when the team is winning, you only hear all this talk of process when the team is in a losing streak, nothing is working. And the coaches are just saying, look guys, if we stick to the process, if we all play our roles, if we all trust each other, we're going to get out of this. So I'm thinking about all this and I'm saying like, how, how can all of this relate to me? Because, you know, full disclosure, big Canadians fan. For those of you who watch the videos, you've seen various pieces of paraphernalia hanging in my office here. And uh, my team has finally made the Stanley Cup finals in uh, 28 years. And uh, I was at the series clinching game against Vegas last week, watching the team play together as a team. And when that goal went in in overtime, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that this was happening. That we were going to the finals. Well, not we. They they are going, but you get that fan mentality. And uh, there was a time this season where I barely even wanted to watch the games. They couldn't win to save their lives. They were playing like garbage. And everything they were saying on TV, on radio, and then paper, everything was just process, process, process. So... I went further back and I thought more about the season. At the start of the season, things seemed really good. And the general manager said, we built this team to win a championship. We like the composition. We like the players. We believe that this is going to work. And I feel the same way about the people I work with. I think we have a really good team. And I believe that we can do a lot of great things together. And I know talking to a lot of you, you all feel that you have great teams and that you can get a lot of great things done together. But sometimes it just doesn't work. So you start breaking it down and I'm saying, okay, well, what would a leader do? If I want to be the leader and help pull my team out of this funk that I experienced today, what would I do? And I kept coming back to that patience thought, you know, be patient. Everyone's new. It's new processes. It's new this. It's new that. We never done this before. I get it. I'm a forgiving person, but by nature, I'm not really a patient person. So I started thinking, like, okay, well. You know, I got to record a podcast episode tonight. Maybe I can talk about patience. What lessons in patience have I learned? And immediately the first thing that came to mind was none. I've learned none because clearly I was not patient today. But then I thought more about it. And here's what I came up with. Patience and leadership go hand in hand. But too often we forget that. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. How many times have you tried to delegate something to only watch it get done poorly and take twice as long? Happens often, right? Uh, forget it. Just next time I'll do it. And how many times do you do that? You say, screw it. Forget it. I'm going to do it myself. Where are you in your business, in your career, as a leader, as a manager, as an owner, as a foreman, even on your site? Where are you when you get to the point where you try to delegate something, you give someone a shot, they don't do it the way you thought they would, you take it back and you keep doing it from now on. 
you're going to say, well, I'm back at square one. You're not. You're not. At best, you're now at minus one. Why? You're at minus one because you just eroded the confidence of the person who you delegated to. You may have eroded the confidence of the team who saw all this go down. You just told them you're not good enough to do this and I don't think you'll ever get good enough to do it. That's the message that you're sending when you try to delegate something and then you take it back. If you applied patience in that opportunity, in that moment, patience would have looked at the delegated task. How did it go? And look at what went well and what are the opportunities for improvement or for growth. Patients would have taken the time to discuss this with the person involved, to ask questions, to seek to understand what they thought they had to do and where it might have gone wrong. Patients would adapt for next time, giving a buffer of a bit more time for the person to try again and get better. Patients would provide a little more guidance, maybe, maybe a little more training, Maybe patients would work on a process to help that person who's now doing the task understand step-by-step step what needs to be done. And patients would provide ongoing feedback, not just wait till it's finished, but check in partway through, provide some feedback, provide some coaching, and then check in again later, and then check in at the end. Patients would know that the extra time needed now to get it done would lead to better time availability for themselves in the future. It's an investment now to have the ability to have that task delegated effectively, providing quality results that are predictable and ongoing so that you can now focus on something else. That is why patience and leadership go together. So I took some time, and when I got back in from the walk, I wiped myself down, had a drink of water, and I sat down on my computer, and I wrote down five lessons in patience, and I tried to adapt them to uh, hardscaping. So there's, uh, there's a couple little puns in here, but uh, hopefully uh, you'll find this useful. First one is put the boot on the other foot. In other words, see things from the other person's perspective. Then adapt and find a path forward together. So for example... Um, I don't know, anything. You're, you're delegating the, uh, the screening of uh, the bedding material before laying pavers. And normally you do it, but you know that with the team that you have, these guys should be able to do it. You got a sales call to run, or you have to check in with uh, a designer for, uh, for a render that you need to present to a client, or you have a payroll to do, whatever, whatever it is. There's something else for the business that you're better suited to do at this point. So you want to delegate the screening and you tell the guys, okay, guys, just screen this. And uh, when I'm back, we'll lay the pavers. Okay. Seems simple enough. And you get back and they screen it and it doesn't have the right pitch. The thickness is uneven. They didn't fill in where the screen rails were all kinds of little things. They're not big things, but they're little things and they're going to eat up some time when you get there. How can you make sure that it gets better? Not by lacing into the team and saying, like, you guys don't know what you're doing. We do this every day. How can you not do this when I'm not here? No, take the time and ask questions. Understand what it is 
that they were thinking. Why did they think they did a good job? Why did they think they did what you asked them to do? And to do that, you need to start, and this is the second lesson, is starting in neutral so that you can get good traction. I took this example because I just bought a, uh, an old uh, 2000 TJ, uh, an old Jeep. And uh, well, old. I mean, it's kind of old. It's got the inline six. I think it's pretty cool. Rip around in the summertime with it. It's going to be fun. But with that vehicle, to get into four low, you got to put it in neutral first. So that's my way of remembering this. Start in neutral to get good traction. If you start that questioning, that exchange with the person who you're frustrated with, already angry, already thinking about all the reasons why they suck and why they're not doing the things you need them to do, why they let you down, you're not going to get anywhere. You need to take yourself out of the situation, be completely neutral, and have a good, honest conversation and ask the questions. And in asking the questions, make sure that you're actually listening. And this is lesson number three, open ears and open heart. And what I mean by that is keep a positive attitude. Listen to what they have to say. Don't let everything else you've got going on get in the way of that moment. Really stay in the moment. You could be stressed out, having a crappy day, running late, customer hasn't paid their final check yet, whatever. That none of that has to do with this situation right now with this person on your team who you care about and whose success is important to you as a leader and important to the rest of the team, important to the company and important to the customer. So this moment is an important one. So you need to be able to listen to what they have to say, stay positive throughout that exchange. And sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes you're trying to see things from their perspective. You're trying to remain neutral. You're trying to stay positive. You're trying not to lose it, but you just can't. I can't deal with this person. I don't get it. What's wrong with them? You know what you do? You go to lesson four. You take a step back and when in doubt, phone a friend. Nobody has all the answers. And even when you're trying to stay positive and you're trying to be patient, and you're trying to coach people up, it still happens that you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You've lost hope. You want to give up on the situation. You want to give up on the person, but don't. Call a trusted peer or a mentor. Call another contractor. Talk to your dealer. Talk to your tackle block rep. Type in a message on a Facebook group. That There's people out there. Just bounce some ideas around. You'd be surprised. I do it all the time. Sometimes I don't know where to go and I don't even know what questions I want to ask. I just, I start talking and eventually through that conversation, we end up coming to a solution. So that would be my fourth lesson. When you're not sure, talk to someone about it. And the fifth one, and this is probably the most important out of this whole thing, because if you do this fifth one, you will by default do the first four, is hold yourself accountable. Sometimes people don't listen. Sometimes people don't take direction. Sometimes people just make excuses. But before you jump to conclusions, take a moment to think about whether or not you're contributing to the problem. For example, I'll give you a, a real life example that, that I can, came to the conclusion of earlier today. So I've been very busy. I'm a pretty busy guy. I've been pretty busy and I've been a little sloppy with my punctuality for meetings. I'll show up a minute, two minutes, three minutes, sometimes five minutes late. 
And it's been like that for probably, if I'm completely honest, probably about two weeks. And in that time frame, I've noticed that other people who I meet with frequently have started showing up to meetings a little bit late. Not super late, just about as late as I have been. I'm contributing to the problem. I'm not setting a good example. So that's what I mean by holding yourself accountable. I need to be punctual. I need to be prepared for meetings. I need to be able to put my tools back where they need to be in the shop and in the trailer. I need to make sure that the vehicles are refueled at the end of every day, ready for the next day. I need to make sure that the timesheets are filled out, that I'm doing my job costing analysis at the end of every project. I need to do those things. And if I'm doing those things, then I can expect others to follow my lead. But it starts with me. Here's another thought on the similar lesson here, or on the same lesson, really. You ever hire somebody and you're like super excited, like, wow, like this person will be great for the team. They have so much experience. They know all these things. They've done more things than I have. This is going to be good. We're going to learn from each other. And then ultimately things start off great and then gradually they get a little bumpy and then you get frustrated and in the end it just doesn't work out never stop and think maybe you contributed to that i'm not saying you did but maybe you did and if you never stop to think about it you'll never have the chance to fix it something to think about you know is there something you could have done differently is there something that you forgot to do or that you overlooked? Sometimes we get people and, and they have a ton of experience. So we don't even factor in any training time. We're like, well, this person knows. They should know all these things. And we just throw them in the mix right away. And we give them a bunch of responsibilities. And then we get angry when they don't do this little thing right. And then that little thing right. And then that little thing is also wrong. And then that little thing is also wrong. And by the end of a month, you're like, man, this guy doesn't know anything. And, and that's not true. They just may not know things the way you know them. They may not do things the way you do them. They may have completely different reasons. But if you never stop, put yourself in a neutral position, ask the questions, try to understand, be positive about it, you're never going to find that out. Do you set aside enough time for training? Do you invest in your people in terms of time? Do you demonstrate that patience to be able to build them into what you saw in them when you hired them? Did you stop and correct mistakes up front? Or did you just, you know, they're little things, but it doesn't matter, I'll fix it. You don't talk to them about it because you're, you're doing the post-job inspection. Oh, the sand's a little high here. Oh, the sand's a little low there. And you just, you fix these things and you don't tell them. Like, well, they'll, they'll know, they'll, they'll see me doing it and, and they'll know. No, they won't necessarily if you don't take the time and talk to them about it. That's not because they don't want to know or they don't care. You're not investing the time to show them what matters most to you. So hold yourself accountable. All in all, that's basically it. Having a crappy day at work, stop and think, are you part of the problem? If you are, approach it with patience. What are the five lessons again? Put the boot on the other foot. See things through their perspective. Second one, start neutral to get good traction. Calm down. Put all the other distractions of the day aside. Focus on being in the moment. Listen carefully. 
Maintain that those open ears and that open heart and be positive with them. You're trying to find a solution. You're not trying to find the problem. Number four, when in doubt, phone a friend. And number five, above all else, hold yourselves accountable. Hope this episode's been helpful for you. I know it doesn't really talk about construction, doesn't really talk about anything that's going to make you a bunch of money up front. But this is the type of thinking and the type of mindset that makes better leaders and better leaders make better companies and better companies are more fun to work in, to work for, and they provide greater value to everyone involved, the owners, the employees, the customers, the community. And I think ultimately that's what we all want to do. So hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, everyone, I'm Alex from TechoBlock. Work hard, pave harder. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by TechoBlock. For over 30 years, TechoBlock has been transforming outdoor spaces into inspiring artscapes. Our endless innovation has resulted in the industry's widest range of pavers, slabs, walls, caps, edging, steps, and outdoor living features. Visit TechoBlock.com or follow us on Instagram at TechoBlock to discover why our products are the choice of the most creative contractors and designers in the game. TechoBlock. We live to create. You've been listening to Hardscape Growth, a podcast for business leaders in the trenches. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Until next time, work hard and pave harder.